magical blowjobs. Blowjobs can do all kinds of things. They give pleasure and orgasms. They can land you massive business deals and grow cocks. They can make your yoga practice better and your children calmer and happier. They can make a man into a warrior, confident alpha god, and turn a woman into a sensual goddess. Did you know that blowjobs are all that and more? Their ecstatic and reality-bending powers are unlocked when you dive deep into the mysteries of cock love. The magic bestows itself upon the recipient and the giver. I have always intuitively looked at sex as a portal to magical realms. Even in my earliest sexual experiences, I had the sense that sex had this potential of being a gateway to other dimensions. Far from being this shameful and anti-spiritual thing as the modern narrative was trying to portray it as, sex was actually a pathway to God, to higher states of consciousness, to our true selves. And then when I discovered later, in Tantra and Taoism that there were other cultures who shared these ideas that affirmed the things that I'd been learning on my own. So for me, yes, sex is pleasurable and ecstatic, but the greater drive for me and the why I do what I do is using that energy to rebirth myself, to create in my life, and to become a self-actualized version of myself. All of the practices I teach are geared towards learning to use these sex acts as metaphysical entryways to harness the power of your sexual energy and to use this life force energy to consciously create our lives. Every single sex act has the potential for some kind of rebirthing and enlightenment. I have had some incredible experiences with oral sex. The ancient Taoists talk about the power food of our yin and yang essences that are infused into all of our fluids, both pre and post ejaculate, our saliva. And when we ingest those fluids, especially through oral sex, we are mainlining this as food, nourishment, and you know, brilliance directly into the brain, your crown, third eye, and third throat chakras. Yum, yum, better than food. The ultimate superfood. The other thing that we're doing in oral sex, and in particular, extended oral sex sessions, upward of 45 minutes on one person, is that we get all up in their business as we are truly seeing them, their core and their essence. We are adoring it. As Marianne Williamson says, our deepest need is to be seen. In doing this, we change, we are transformed, and so is everything in our lives. In opening your mouths and your throats and your hearts and your genitals to each other, you also open your communication and the walls between you dissolve. The invisible barriers, but very tangible barriers, will evaporate. So in this interview, we have Amanda from our legendary all-star, well-fucked couple, Amanda and Mark. We featured them on the show several times already, and she writes in to give us regular updates on their adventures and their evolution, which are always amazing to hear. This time, they had a very powerful and miracle-worthy experience with their oral sex explorations. They had the biggest breakthrough ever in their business, powered by a 90-minute 
oral sex session. Yes, some devoted cocksucking made them rich. We featured Amanda on the episode Cock Lovers of the World Unite, where she shared her experience of dissolving a growth in her thyroid from doing lots of deep throating. See, I told you, cocksucking is truly a magical thing. Without further ado, what you've all been waiting for, how does cocksucking make you into a millionaire? Well fucked, all stars. All right, welcome, Amanda. It is fantastic to have you back. Always a pleasure to see you, Kim, always. And Amanda gives us frequent updates of her and Mark's sexual adventures and their evolution over time. And after reading your latest update, I just had to have you back to share your story. So Mark was away for six weeks. And I know that you guys are very diligent about your connection time and your sex dates and staying really close to each other. So you had this physical separation and then to really, uh, um, you know, celebrate him coming back and reconnect consciously, you had a sex weekend. So it starts there and tell us exactly what else happened. Yeah. So we had a couple of weeks where he was home from his trip and we were, we couldn't get away just yet because the kids needed their time as well. And the business needed doing things. So we organised a sex weekend for two weeks after he had returned and that particular was like a Friday morning. He went and dropped the kids at school and when he came home, I was waiting for him and we began that sex weekend before we left with an extended oral session of me providing him oral pleasure. Um, Extended like how long? That was like 90 minutes before we left, before we got ready to go where we were going. So 90 Um, minutes just of oral sex. Just of me giving him oral at that point, yes. Just of me, my mouth, his cock. So Welcome home, honey. (laughs) Great to see you again. It was very good. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, even the way I just worded that, me providing him with oral sex, it was, I was super keen because I really enjoy giving oral sex. But when we got started, I wasn't planning to go for 90 minutes. It just evolved into that because it was so incredibly enjoyable. And anyway, that, that went on for 90 minutes and then, we, so we got ready, we packed up everything, we were on our way to our hotel where we were going to stay. And on the way there, we when we go away for our sex weekends, we always switch off. We have no phones, no connection. It's just him and I time. But on the way, we received a phone call, which when he read the name on the phone, he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I have actually been waiting for this call. Do you mind if I take it? So, of course, I was, yeah, take it. That's fine. And we were pulling into the hotel, like the valet bit where you drop your car off, took the phone call and it was the most epic. We were both in tears over how amazing this, literally we're crying in the car because of how big this deal was that we just landed within our business. It's the biggest deal that we've ever landed and it was 
it was just mind blowing. We were like, oh my God. And he's sitting in the car going, do you think it could be from what we just did? Because Kim's always talking about how, you know, it's your, that chakra is connected to your finances. And anyway, and so we were like blown away and it was so exciting and we're so happy. We're checking in and the woman at the front desk thought there was something wrong because we're both like, oh my God. <laughs> So we get upstairs and we decide to celebrate again. And the things that flowed over the next 72 hours within our business with us having this connecting sex date were just, it was like a domino effect that was almost overwhelming. It was like, how are we, it's all coming to fruition and how are we actually going to handle what is going on it was that big so that went for like Friday Saturday Sunday and on Sunday some point during the day on Sunday I said to him if we continued to do um, like what if we use this oral sex this extended date thing that we've got going on to see how far we can take it. Like what if we committed to the next seven days of 90-minute sessions of oral sex, taking it in turns and sharing all of that for the next seven days and just see where we go with it. I'm a super organised person and I'm like, so by Wednesday we're probably going to be like, oh, my God, I'm too tired, I can't do it. So what we're going to do is on Monday, you do me. On Tuesday, I'll do you. And he's going, no, 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 no. <laughs> we're just going to go with oral sex and whatever flows from there is good. But we did. We committed to a minimum of 90 minutes and it started. A minimum, my- are you saying that there were times that went longer than that? Yeah. Yeah. Because you lose track of time. There's just, there is no time. So usually I, lo- I love my sleep. So I'm like 9.30 is a late night for me. And this particular week we were clocking 11.30s, midnights, just with oral sex and it was just oral sex. It was incredible. In the zone. There's so such a delicious zone that I find like it's in intercourse as well, but in oral sex where you can just get completely lost, like you said, losing track yep. of time and space and be in this fully other dimension of mainlining sexual energy, this yes. spiritual high cocktail into the brain and into our spiritual centers, third eye, crown chakra. I would literally be at work thinking, oh, my God, I can't wait to go home and put the kids to bed tonight so we can go downstairs and have our little date. (laughs) And the energy also, the energy that was between us was so beautiful, but also the energy that I had, like, to get up in the morning, go do my yoga, go do my workouts. He was off surfing. We'd go off to work for the day, and you're still at the end of the day like, cannot wait to get downstairs like it was incredible and then yeah back to the magic of it what was happening within the business and financially from all that as well was just again we were slightly 
can we manage it? Like, how are we actually going to take on? Then, then we were starting to question our ability to manage what was flowing in because it was receive all this abundance. Yes, <laughs> it yeah. was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and for me personally, I really love my yoga, and I was finding each morning after our long sessions in the evening, each morning I would get up and the depth to which I could extend day by day into my next postures, like my back bends were out of this world and I've kept them like that was two weeks ago and not that we've stopped our oral sex dates, they're just not every day. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely still having extended dates and they're just from that flows improvement in all areas of my life just yeah (laughs) it's it's as I was saying earlier it's really hard to put into words how effective even um I'll try and explain this the I find the intimacy of using my mouth and him using his mouth the veil that is between, the thread that runs between Mark and I, our connection is like even more of my best friend than he was a month ago. Like they're, we're just like so jovial, so easygoing, so flowing. And I really feel like there's this connection between my mouth and my genitals and his mouth and his genitals. And the linking of all of those energies and chakras that are in my whole body and his whole body feels into alignment. And it's you can have energy sex without even touching each other because there's nothing in between us. We're just like this right. ball of energy that plays with each other all day. And oral communication that you you mentioned early. Yeah, that the clear. So I use this metaphor to describe the connection between two people is to imagine a clear plane of glass between them. And Amanda is really familiar with this. And so the more that we're open and honest, we clear that glass and people who have stuff that they're holding back or sins of omission or lies muddy up that glass. And we don't feel as connected with our partner. It's literally harder to see them through that wall what it becomes eventually. And so part of the work that I do with people is encouraging them to keep speaking and being honest and open and communicating the depths of their being. And so what you're saying is this beautiful interwoven metaphor of your obviously you've been practicing now this clearing the glass approach in your communication verbally with each other but it's even further extended into this metaphorical region of the oral communication of your genitals and that you mentioned earlier that you feel like there's really just nothing that's blocking you now like you're so much more even more connected which you already were but that that glass is just super clean and clear and no barriers it's so clear that even the most subtle of mannerisms or behaviors is detectable does that make sense like I can see Like, for example, this morning I was in the shower and he stuck his head in to say good morning and I flicked him with water, which he smiled and that was cute and funny, and I flicked him again. And I knew on the second one, without him saying a word, that was enough. Like, 
he'd only just woken up and I could just tell just by the movement of like the tilt of his head or the twist of his shoulder that it was like no don't do it again but his reaction was so subtle and because the glass I actually said yesterday the glass is not just clear it's like there's no glass there it is just so it's palpable the energy that is between there's an energy field between us but it's magnetic it just yeah he calls me his little sea anemone because he reckons I just radiate like this and like suck him into my (laughs) into my aura just on this way (laughs) so (laughs) which is yeah but I was also saying earlier um with regards like we've been as you said I am really familiar with your work and I actually was thinking about it this morning how long it's been and it would be four years since I started listening to your podcast and it was three years ago that I did the well-fucked woman salon so it's it we've been doing it for a while in saying that this is new like there's always there is no ceiling there is always somewhere else to go and it's it's incredible how the heights and the depths to which you can go with continuing on this work and finding this new element of I've always known that I enjoy clock love I just do (laughs) but yeah this just took it to a whole new level these extended so what else did you notice that happened with him in terms of his cock? Like, was he owning and inhabiting his cock more through this even more lavish, extended attention? Was he holding himself differently as a man out in the world? What did you see in the cock and the man as a result of this increased cock love? So the man in the world, we we work together, but I he has his own office and I work in a different area of the office. And even though we work together, we probably only see each other five to ten minutes of the day and it's just sporadic in and out, checking with each other, where are you on this one and where are you at? So it's really busy. But during this particular week and since... <laughs> It's even making me blush now. But he walks into my office space and I literally am like, oh, Puck, like (laughs) you make me weak at the knees. Like he rang me one day and I couldn't speak. I was just on the phone listening to his voice and going, oh, my God, (laughs) you are just, my pussy was getting so wet just listening to his voice on the phone. So he holds himself that man in the world walks into my room and my knees go weak just watching him walk in and then he knows he can see like I said about that subtle yeah he can see that I've gone oh my god (laughs) like a teenager and yeah I don't know but he'll like saunter on Oliver and walks in a different way he he will now come into my office and shove me up against the wall in a really good, delicious way and just take his piece of me before leaving again. And it's like, yeah, it's hot. So <laughs> it's really good. Why don't you remind everyone how long you guys have been together? Because what you're describing, people might go, oh, I'm sure they're just a new couple. Tell them how long you've been together. 
Well, we have actually been together, it would be 15 years now that we've been together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and married 14, 13. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a long while. Um, but funny you should say that there was a mum at school saw us both go drop the kids to school and she actually asked me, how long have you guys been together? And when I told her that we'd been together, I've been married for like 14 years. This was only like this year just gone. This year she's made this comment. She went, oh, I thought you were like a, a new couple. I didn't realise. Are they both your kids? And we were like, yeah, they're, that's that's our children that are in primary school. <laughs> so she And she thought we had come from a split family and he was my new my new man because I was so besotted with him and so, <laughs> she's yeah. like you're so in love and I was like I know it's good hey <laughs> so yeah um but yeah that's the man out in the world still makes me weak at the knees which is incredible and awesome but also the man in my bedroom he in our bedroom he um he has a really high stressful job and as I say we've been doing the work for four years it it's not all easy it's all enjoyable but there are times when it's stressful and he and I can lose that connection to your inner self so and if he's like really in the work zone and really it can be it can be really stressful. It's been really great lately, but also that really great, that's a lot of workload that has now come about and it can be quite stressful. And it's not always easy for him to just get up and go and the the can I just say sometimes he just it's harder to get hard. So just putting it bluntly, sometimes, sometimes it is hard. But with this doing these extended oral sex dates, I can say with all sincerity, the girth and this, it's like his cock is coming from up inside like his hip flexors. The, the strength of the muscle is just, it, the whole pubic genital area has so much strength, it's mind-blowing. And the girth of his cock is wider, the length, the strength, the veins that are in it. <laughs> He's going to hear this interview and be like, well, you really went into descriptive detail on my cock. But yeah, that it's a real. Um, as I was saying earlier, the cock love is quite selfishly for me. I really enjoy it. Actually, helps me get back into my body when I'm feeling a bit spaced out. I will say to him, "Could you spare some time?" <laughs> I know. But literally, can I suck your cock, please? Yes. So, and it's actually that literally happened where I had to say I know you have got so much on but between now it was quarter to five but between now and six if there's any time that you could spare me that we could head downstairs just to I really need to suck your cock and he was like well just you know it should be all right I'm (laughs) and it was literally like thank you so much because I know you've got so much on 
and so sincere. And we and then we laugh at ourselves and go, "Can you believe it? It's <laughs> would you mind if I could just?" And um, yeah, so then we head down, and the embodiment, like the man, becomes the cock. It's just the strength that I see in him and his shoulders and his upper body. It doesn't leave this area. It actually builds up in this area, but it also fills out in the cock and it's so delicious. I will just lose myself in, I kind of forget that he's up there and I'll just be in the zone down here. Like, yeah. (laughs) Well, it's, it's beautiful. um, That embodiment and the fact that it's something that feeds you right? It becomes so profound and so much energy is there. It's so rich that it's something that fully nurtures you. It's not just something that you're doing, you know, that you want to pleasure your partner, give Mm. them this ecstasy, but you are fully fed by it as well. And, you know, that out in the world and in the cock, like, yes, that embodiment, that strength, that potency. And it really shows me too, like how disconnected people are and from their you know from their genitals and like when we actually do this work and we become more connected and whole and really lavish so much love and attention and energy how radical a transformation is like even if we're in a position as I would say you guys have been of you know healthy sexuality healthy expression you love all of these things you do them regularly but to be able to keep going and notch it up higher and higher and higher these levels of inhabiting and owning the self and owning the genitals and harnessing that energy that's there tapping into that creative orgasmic transformational life-changing power and the stories that you were telling earlier about going out into the world and everything that you do so even doing yoga and finding that you are inhabiting these postures differently and bringing a whole next level of like Mm. intuiting into them like you know really experiencing them and that you hold that right you've earned that growth and so it's not something that's fleeting and disappears Mm. you've earned it and you hold on to it so all of that is so inspiring to hear just touching on what you said there too about the him feeding me it it is so um So previously before doing this sort of work, oral sex would have been foreplay and I would have given oral sex, he would have given oral sex, but say if I gave him oral sex, I would be so horny, so turned on, I would have to have intercourse. There was no, that was just part of the build-up. Where now, if I can give the example of last night, we, that was all I wanted and also all I needed. So he sometimes says to me, I can be a bit bossy, like I can be a bit demanding on what I want. So I was like, I'm really grateful because that was literally what I wanted to do. And he gave me permission to do what I wanted to do. And so we were talking about it afterwards and I did some deep throating and he was saying to me out of all the acts that happen while I'm giving him oral, the deep throating for him is probably the least 
pleasurable in terms of um, the actual physical feeling of what I'm doing. He's like, it's amazing, incredible, but it's probably the least bit that's like, oh my gosh, I'm, everything's, I'm going to blow. Like it's, he, he said it is amazing, but how did he put it? He said that even though it's like the least, what's the word I'm looking for? Physically, like what's going on that's the, I can't think of the word, but he also said aside from it being like the least physically exciting, around, yeah, like just that sensation, but the emotion that is attached to me deep-throating and he's like it's such a surrender which puts me in control of where you are at and how how far down he's going and then I come back and after I've done a bit of deep throating the size of his cock grows immensely so I think there's a bit of masculine energy that is brought up within him like oh, I'm such a I, I'm the man because he really is the man <laughs> and um yeah that grows within his cock and then I just lose myself and just enjoy this is the part where I forget that he's there and I'm just so in the zone of enjoying the shaft the balls everything that's there and the way that that feeds me and satisfies me I that is not foreplay that is I'm having an orgasm of my own design by giving him that sort of oral love it's incredible that I come away feeling like I've just had a cervical orgasm and yet I've not been penetrated via my vagina but it's penetrated so openly in all the chakras and energies within my body through my throat and my mouth it's you would get it but it's as I said <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, you've described it really beautifully. And I think okay. it highlights as well, the archetypal energies between masculine and feminine. And so in the act of deep throating is this, you know, really intense level of surrender and opening and receptivity that has to happen, which is the archetypal feminine. And so you are you know, cascades and reverberations of that energy of surrender and that feminine, that openness are coursing through you, right? Which is the essence of all of the deepest and the deeper vaginal orgasms, especially the cervical orgasm. Mm -hmm. So that all registers and makes sense. But then the beautiful thing that happens is like that pendulum swing, that yin and yang energy. So you being in your extreme feminine then catapults him into his more extreme masculine and so his more strong occupied fortified confident mm. you know potent masculine strong dominant energy can then rise up you know and that's the beautiful interplay of embracing being a man and a woman such a radical concept these days <laughs> you're such a fucking radical person you extremist <laughs> can't believe it um but this is the beauty of that exploration is really enjoying and embracing and exploring these archetypes and these energies because that's mm -hmm. exactly what they are and enjoying that feminine enjoying the masculine and 
you know, these are some of our access points are these apps of deep throating and cervical orgasms that really allow us to explore and dive into like deep, deep, deep opening and surrender, deep, deep, deep penetration. Yeah. And then, as you say, you step out into the world and it, it flows through you out there like me stepping onto my yoga mat and being so deeply in my feminine that I'm doing backbends that I actually didn't think I could do and they're just like I don't know something just twists in me and I go okay I can do that so and him his body is open like that it's like his chest has opened up and the shoulders are back and yeah he's actual demeanor is different so how so just that um I guess I noticed it immensely last night when when he orgasmed he would usually not contract but kind of I guess the pelvis would tip the other way where last night he was like spread like the arms were wide legs were wide the whole body was like moving forward and I noticed that in him moving out into the world, he's, he's leading with his heart center, his chest is moving forward. And yeah, he like, when you see him, you know, he's a man who's on his way to do what he knows needs doing. It's, he's not unsure. He does not come across as someone who is unsure. So not, not that he ever really did, but it's even more, he knows where what path he's on now it's even more so yeah yeah which is very sexy (laughs) it is very sexy because that's another I'd say archetypal masculine quality is that sense of being in their direction and their power and their confidence and moving forward giving their gifts to the world penetrating the world with who they mm-hmm. are yes. in a beautiful way. And yeah. yeah, as a woman and in the feminine, it's a glorious thing to see and to be turned on by, right? Isn't that mm. like giving his gifts out into the world, doing his thing, penetrating mm-hmm. the world, fucking the world into oblivion. Absolutely. It's, yeah, very sexy. And allows me the space. Yesterday, I did watercolor painting. He's like, what are you doing? And I said, I'm going to do a painting. And he went, is that something that you're into? And I went, I don't know. I just felt like doing it. And he went, oh, my God, that is sexy as fuck. Just <laughs> to see me go sit down and just decide I'm going to do a painting. He was. He was sexy like, as fuck. Did he elaborate yeah. on that? Like, why was that sexy to him? Um, for me, because I am can really easily get stuck in a, oh, I've got to go get clothes off the line. I need to vacuum. I need to pack the lunches. And we need to make sure dinner's ready. And I've got dancing on this day and karate. And, you know, it's busy. So for me to just float through the kitchen and go, I'm going to do a painting. And he was like, oh, my God, just to watch you just sit down and do what you felt like doing. To him, he's like, that is sexy as fuck. So I think it's the feminine. Yeah. It's just so appealing to see me honour what I felt like doing and actually go do it. So. Because I'll think about things quite often. I'll be like, oh, it'd be nice. I'd like to go take a dance class or, you know, go for a walk out in nature. And then I'll think about doing it. But 
more often than not be like, but I've just got to get the clothes off the line and then chop the potatoes. And by the time I've done those things, I've run short on time. So I don't get as much time to do that thing I wanted. So to just watch me go, I'm doing it was sexy. (laughs) Um, That's all amazing. Is there anything else that you would add that we haven't covered? So I know you did want me to talk about magical blowjobs and they have been magical. Um, can I share personally from my experience? The, of course, that's yeah. what we want to hear. <laughs> so him pleasuring me, I think orally, um, I, he's actually the first man that has spent any time working on that. So for me, I've had this block of my own that, I must not smell very nice. Maybe I don't taste very nice. I was never very relaxed. So this one particular week took me to heights that I honestly did not know I was capable of. And again, just reiterating, been doing this work for years to get to this point in the game of it all and go, wow, there's a whole block there that even though I was aware it was there, had kind of just accepted it because I we would talk about it and say society tells you, like you grow up with these silly sayings like it smells like fish and tastes like chicken. I'm like, what is wrong with people saying this? Like, of course, yeah. we as women, young women, young girls, yeah. older women, we're walking around like, well, obviously it's not very nice. And he's like, he loves it, but I still get stuck in my head feeling like maybe he doesn't like it, maybe he doesn't want to be there, just sort of. So I kind of directed him to always just be foreplay. So as well as playing with the energies of how far can we take this new abundance that's coming in by doing extended oral sex dates, this particular week, the healing that occurred for me with him giving me oral pleasure for 90 minutes. Like this is why we ended up having midnight sessions probably three or four times that week because I would do my 90 and then we would relax (laughs) and talk and play and then he'd be like, righto, get over. (laughs) And then really I say 90 but there just really wasn't a time limit on it. But um yeah, the new opening and relaxing. I think that's what really helped with the yoga as well because my hips developed a new level of just open um, yeah. quite physically. But also I felt that subtle energy movement of just the relaxing and the opening of the whole chakra, every muscle, every fibre in that lower part of my body just softened. And carried through he was like your breasts have so much energy you just someone came into work and went what's going are you glowing like are you have you got a new diet thing going on and I was like lots of water been drinking lots of water <laughs> so <laughs> and then Mark and I are like mm, I'm not telling them this one that's <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah it was he he was really dedicated and every night of that particular week and since then just again not every night but 
really committed to staying open and committed to keeping that base level so we can just keep rising and going above and yeah helping me to soften and relax and wipe out all those blockages those thoughts that really get stuck into your neural pathways and they're just there to be cleared fun clearing them but they're really in there and I yeah it's frustrating hearing things that get said in society that I'm like you are actually planting the seed for my my girls women in society girls in society like stop and Mark and I laugh like are you guys crazy why do you walk around saying that because you're actually doing yourself a disservice if you men are the ones walking around going, it smells like fish and tastes right. like meat. Are you stupid? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a very base level, you know, misunderstanding, misinformation, yes. that obscuring yeah. of the truth that it's the level most people are stuck on. But that's so wonderful to hear that because I really believe that that love that we shower upon our partner's genitals is so healing because that's really the essence of who we are. And if we aren't in full ownership of that and the layers of that ownership, like you said, are ever, you know, there's always another level to go really, Mm -hmm. but to have that level of love and attention bestowed upon you. And then for that to help cleanse and wash away some old, you know, beliefs and internalized Mm -hmm. ideas that have been imprinted upon you and upon you know all women then you know it's so healing and then for men you know it's often I mean the thing for them is size right like how what's their size are they big enough like I've had lovers who were like seriously 10 inches and they still weren't sure they were like Mm. you know how would you rank me in terms of and I was like, are you kidding? Like on a horse scale or like, what are we talking about here? Like scale of horse cock or like a small horse cock or a large horse cock. Like you're not even the human category and yeah. still right. Not being sure. And I'm like, don't you guys look at each other in the locker rooms? Like what's, what is this? Well, so anyway, I that too. Well, I guess, you know, it's like the growers and showers or you can't always tell like what everyone's packing I guess Mm -hmm. anyway um but the we all have that right male and female all of these weird projections that we end up taking in uh, even unconsciously onto the genitals and that's why I think these extended oral sex love sessions like even beyond intercourse but oral sex specifically like having someone's eyes and face and attention like all up in your business Mm. in your pleasure um is such a an amazing tool and key to shifting through these things so I'm just so great to hear that you've had that by doing this and even even one session you know that you notice these epic results and then a week of doing it even more epic results like that's not really a lot of time I know that you guys have already been on a path and so you have a foundation, but to commit to these really long extended oral sex dates and see even from that, the changes happen in yourselves and your bodies and your genitals and in your outer life is monumental. Mm. So we committed to that seven days just as like a fun little relationship challenge, just to let's just do this for seven days and see where it goes. Yeah. And now it's just become 
more more than once a week it would be it just happens by evolution it's just there now it's part of the package I think I guess if you do something for that long for seven days it's like you can't like we say about your work once you've done the work you're not going to go back it's not like you're going to go well that was fun that was interesting let's go back to the way we were it's right yeah (laughs) you can't go back really no, once you know now, you've no seen behind back. the curtain now <laughs> yeah 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 you've opened up the entire stage yes yeah that's fantastic anything else not that mm, actually one other thing just touching I know we've touched on this before as well but I would say the relationships that I have with the kids and that Mark has all with all our kids at the moment, so open, so clear and really positive. Just, yeah, so that whole, I know you've talked about it before, but the more connected we are, it's just so evident in their behaviours and how they're communicating with us. Even Mark said yesterday, our responses to those little nuances that they have. We have one little, he's the youngest one, he couldn't close a door if his life depended on it. There could be a wardrobe door, the front door, the craft cupboard door, just always open. And for some reason it drives me mental. I'm like, close the freaking door. <laughs> now we just walk around and it makes me laugh. I'm like, close the door, darling, and have a little chuckle and we can just close the door. Like it's things just are not a big deal that, because you're just so much more open and everything's just flowing way more freely and just with the kids. So he went away for six weeks and then he was home. We had this sex date. Then just last week he was away for four days for travel. And when he got home on the first day that he was home, said hi to the kids, we had dinner, we were like having our family time and my 10-year-old daughter said, you really should go downstairs because he hasn't had any mujah mujah time since for the whole week. And I went, any what? She was like, mujah mujah. (laughs) Dad needs some mujah mujah time. And I went, what about mum? Mum could do with some mujah mujah. (laughs) So, yeah, there's a fresh saying in the household now and it's now referred to not as connecting time, mujah mujah time. (laughs) Mujah Love it. Thank you. Love it. So, so yeah, all the, as we were saying, like the man out in the world, the woman out in the world, the family unit is incredible. It's And it's really just so positive. It's just so worth putting in the effort for your relationship to for let it flow in all other areas of your life. So for anyone listening, we've done another interview with Amanda and Mark and talked about their, they have, is it four children? Six. Six, <laughs> six children between you. Um, two from another, two from you, two from him, and two that you've had together because you're That's in it. second marriage. Right. So, um, and so we talked about how their relationship ha- really feeds the family unit. And so the more connected that they are, how that then pulses out into the family itself and energizes it, revitalizes it, harmonizes it, and then how they talk to and communicate with their children about sex. So I'll post a link for that in the show notes for people to have a look at. 
cut as well. So yeah, I'm just always so glad to hear of your constant evolution and updates and the Anami way, always another level to go. We like to keep you posted because I feel like you do all this work and while we're in the salons, you get to get our feedback. But every now and then I'm like, oh, these things that are amazing that are happening are next level and you should know. I feel like it's like a, a reward for you as well to get that feedback that it's still just reaching higher heights and deeper depths. So and it's just an act of gratitude just to let you know it's still going and it's a, a lifetime experience, just incredible. We're so grateful. And as I said, Mark said to say hi. I was supposed to say that like straight up. Like, Make sure you say hi to Kimmy. <laughs> we'll say hi to Mark back. Well, you guys are such a, a beacon and inspiration for people who continue to do the work and really reinforce that notion that there is always another level to go, even when you've hit what many would consider to be epic heights and having all kinds of amazing experiences, that there's still further that you can go, still mm -hmm. another level, still new cataclysmic mind and body blowing experiences that can be had. Yeah, we look forward to continuing the work and keeping you posted annually. <laughs> I look forward to the next update. <laughs> awesome. Thanks by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.